This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We have a losing battle going on in the Taz household, Jim. Uh-oh. Yeah, fruit flies. Dang. You got them? I have a few big flies that have been bothering us. Not the fruit flies, but there's been some flies in the Kelly household as well. I've kind of accepted it. I, I don't let them bother me, but my wife is obsessed. Like, I'm at the point where I can kind of understand how people accidentally burn their houses down when they're trying to catch a mouse or a spider. <laughs> spider. <laughs> like you're like uh, on arachnophobia. You got the lighter in one hand, the hairspray in the yeah, other. Yeah, not a good idea. <laughs> but my wife is trying everything. She's putting vinegar and shot glasses and mm. trying to make little traps for these things, leaving windows open, which I find counterproductive because if bugs can get out of the window, bugs can also get in. In through the window. Sure. You got to get a fan window that points out, or window fan, I should say, the one that sits right in there. Yeah, it sucks them out. And so they can't come in because there's too much of a breeze. Fly swatter. They're too small. Problem with their fly swatter is they they just get between the little, uh, the... The holes in the fly swatter, yeah. right? They're also, they're just hard to track in the house. The fruit flies, like the bigger flies, they're slow and dumb. Mm-hmm. The fruit flies, they're, they can hide on you. I've suggested maybe we stop eating fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of steak flies before. That's right. <laughs> Chicken wing flies? Mm-mm, Not a exist. thing. <laughs> house got overrun with fruit flies. I'm at the end of my rope. Got some suggestions here, how we can deal with the problem. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. Hey, have you guys heard of the uh, bug assault gun? Yes. Yeah, the little salt gun. Somebody's recommended that to us before, but are fruit flies too small to shoot with that thing? No, because it's just little grains of salt. But then don't you, like, it's it's basically a buckshot of salt shot out of a Nerf gun. But don't you have salt all around your house now? Like, if you've got 20 fruit flies you're taking down. Oh, yeah, but it's just, like, it's worth it because you're, like, Rambo all around the house. Like <laughs> Diving over the couch. <laughs> rolling. Yeah. Rolling through the uh, the dining room. Flies <laughs> drew first blood. <laughs> That's right. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Bobby, you got a fruit fly solution for me? I do. Um, apple cider vinegar and dish soap. Yeah, we've done it. But it didn't catch any. It caught some, but it hasn't fixed the problem. By the way, I feel like oh, every time I, we go to the phones for a solution for something, like, oh, do you have a homemade... Re- apple cider vinegar is always in the conversation. <laughs> what is it actually used for other than home remedies? Uh... Some recipes. Okay, it's like, get rid of the skunk smell, get rid of the fruit flies, get rid of spiders, kill off the vines. Make a tasty salad dressing. (laughs) What can't it do? (laughs) Thanks for the call. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Hey, fellas, talking about the bugs there. Yeah, the fruit flies is, is our problem right now. We get a lot of flies at the farm here, and we have the bug assault shotgun. It's a shotgun that shoots salt, and it's a really fun time. It's great. And we were just talking to a guy about this. They're awesome and they look fun, but that's an active thing you have to do. I'd like to be able to go to bed and then wake up and the flies and they're are all gone. Dead. Yeah. Yeah, there probably is better solutions. This one's just really fun. <laughs> Especially in the farm. There's no lack of targets, eh? No, yeah. And the, uh, I was concerned there'd be salt everywhere. It's really not an issue. Am I doing this? I've just pulled it up on Amazon. Bug assault salt gun 3.0. $64.95. Hmm. Seems pricey. 
crazy though. It could be crazier. I mean, should, should I buy now? It, well, how ba- how bad do you want to get rid of these flies? Buy now. Whoa! Done. My wife is going to be so excited when this arrives at the door. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. We got to talk about the massive bra that was thrown at Drake, Jim. We must. We have. We to. must. It's our duty. So Drake was doing a show in New York the other day, and at one point he's kind of working his way through the crowd. Something flies from the crowd, which a lot of people are complaining about these days. Don't throw things at musical artists. But Drake didn't have a problem with it. It ended up being a woman's bra. He bent over, picked it up, held it in his hands as he was singing, his entire head was eclipsed by one of the cups, and he did a little further investigation mid-song. Thirty-six G. <laughs> Locate this woman immediately. Ah, Drake. <laughs> Damn. Thirty-six G. Mm-hmm. That's no no small feat, right there. <laughs> Yeah, formidable size. Yeah. Uh, locate this woman immediately. It seems like Jake's j- Drake's joking around a little bit. Uh, however, obviously, you know the internet. Everyone wanted to find this this young lady, and they have. She's a 21 year old from Rhode Island named Veronica. She has been contacted by Playboy. Wow. A bunch of people have suggested she starts an OnlyFans account because of the attention she's been getting. Hmm. That is everybody. Like, she was located because she she, she posted a video of herself, like, in the bathroom after freaking out, going, oh, my God, it was me. Yeah. And then Playboy sent her a direct message because they have their own version of OnlyFans, eh? It's an invite-only model system. And if Playboy reaches okay. out to you, you can be on their roster, I guess. Playboy's message said to Veronica, we like your look. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we know why. <laughs> well, that's that's fine. We know why, Playboy. It's I, Playboy. I, listen, Playboy, what are you going to do, exploit women? <laughs> it sounds like she's exploiting herself at this point. She says she's thinking about doing the Playboy thing. She sent an application to them. And oh, interesting. She's thinking about it. She's not sure about the OnlyFans route. Um, she says Drake reacted to one of her social media posts, but she didn't respond because she was too nervous and didn't know what to say. Yeah. Her Instagram, uh, handle is out there. She's posting from it. And I just like clicked on it out of curiosity and went to the comment section. And there are thousands and thousands of comments now from Drake fans, obviously saying, you know, get on OnlyFans or where's Drake, uh, the typical stuff like that. But Uh it would be one of those things where if you had a, I think she works in a coffee shop yeah so when you get that much reaction and you think about no matter what you think about OnlyFans, you think about all the money you can you could make it would be a mind trip for anybody she's got big eyebrows too this girl 36 g eyebrows <laughs> so if you've got an eyebrow and a breast fetish veronica's uh, only fans or playboy page would be for you mm-hmm. 36 g Locate this woman immediately. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
And it is getting hotter as the week goes on. There's a heat warning in effect from today right through Friday. Not as hot as Arizona, as we were discussing earlier in the show. People are falling on the ground and getting burnt by the asphalt. Jeez, man. (laughs) It's like 44 degrees. Not fun. Celsius in Arizona Mm -hmm. right now. Now, there's a new invention here. You know I'm always interested in cooling techniques, being a guy who runs hot here, Jim. I sweat like a fiend. Although I went to a wedding this past week, an outdoor wedding, and I was uh, quite pleased that I didn't sweat as much as I usually do. Hmm. Did you do anything differently? No, n- not really. You have your sweat rag with you, of course. I always bring the sweat rag. I, it's it's almost like a security blanket, just knowing you have the sweat rag. Because mm. when you don't have it, you start getting nervous. Yes, and then you get like the flop sweats <laughs> along with the hot sweats. <laughs> So there's a tip for you if you're a sweaty person. Uh, but no, this is this is technological advancement here. There is a uh, a former Sony engineer who has invented clothing with a built-in fan. Okay. Uh, fan jackets. Air-conditioned clothes could be the next big thing. Interesting. But if it's only a fan... Now, it's better than no breeze, but you're still sucking in the warm air from outside. Because you had a Halloween costume with a fan in it once. Yes. And And you were sweating like a mofo. That's what these look like. You had a big sumo wrestler. No, I was a giant baby. Was that what it was? But you looked like a sumo wrestler. It it was the, the giant baby costume with the fan. The batteries don't last very long, which is one concern. The other concern is it's like a vinyl costume or, you know, it doesn't breathe very well. Sure. Obviously, it can't. Otherwise, the air will escape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if it is the the solution that we're looking for here, but <laughs> people are comparing these air-conditioned fan jackets to those inflatable dinosaur costumes you see people yes, wearing. Yes, yes, totally. <laughs> So you look like inflated when you're walking around. You look puffy. Okay. It's also weird to wear a jacket mid-July. You know what I mean? Like right. if you could do like a tank top with a built-in you know, circulation system. Why don't you just system? go naked in an inflatable dinosaur costume? True. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> uh, there are uh, versions of these jackets available. A lot of them are knockoffs. They're not the original that uh, this this guy who used to work at Sony invented. Uh, $40 to $300 available on Amazon right now. But be careful what you buy because some of them are pretty low quality and you may not be getting what you think you're getting. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. Like, I want to see a jacket that has an actual air conditioning system that has Freon in it or something like that. It's like an actual cooling system, not just fans. Right. Like I have a, a snowboard jacket that has a heated liner thing in it. Those are those are amazing. They've gotten bigger over the years, huh? Yeah, yeah, and they work the amazing. heated jackets? Yeah, a lot or, of guys who work construction will wear those in the wintertime. Totally, and they work like a charm. <laughs> you want the air-conditioned jacket. So would you wear like a backpack? I'm picturing like the, I think you do need the window air conditioning unit on yeah, your back. You're going to need something, a fanny pack at the very least. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. These headlines getting attention. I can't really comment because I'm allergic to mustard, Jim. Mm-hmm. But uh, French's Mustard has teamed up with Skittles. <laughs> 
As somebody who can eat mustard, does this sound appetizing to you? I can eat mustard, but I'm not the right guy to ask because I don't like mustard. It sounds awful to me. I'm not a mustard guy. I am deathly allergic to mustard. So as someone who has never had mustard, try to explain what mustard tastes like. Like, Compare it to something else. I don't even know. I probably haven't even had mustard in 15 years. I think it's kind of like vinegary, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe now, the flavor. Is, is that because vinegar is an ingredient in prepared mustard? I have no idea. I got to be honest. I don't know much about is mustard. It tangy? I'd say it's tangy. Yeah, it can be. It can have a little zip to it sometimes, depending Spicy? on the mustard. Yeah, it can have a little. You know, it can tingle a little. August fifth is International Mustard Day. <laughs> And if you go to Frenches.com slash Mustard Skittles, you can sign up to win a bag of mustard-flavored Skittles. <laughs> All yellow, yeah. They're going to be handing them out in a few cities across uh, the United States as well for Mustard Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they should. They need red and green ones in their re- relish and ketchup as well. Might as well do the whole gamut yeah. of condiments. Or do hot dog-flavored Skittles. With the mustard. Ooh, and then have like a brown one in there that's the wiener. Little pretzel chunks as well. Sure. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're on to something. But these would be like, a, I wonder if it's mustard flavored or if there's actual mustard that goes into it. Like there's no strawberry that goes into the strawberry flavored candy. It's the strawberry flavor. So this could be your opportunity to taste what mustard tastes like potentially. There's no way I'm trying this. If there was no mustard in it, there's no trace of mustard, no chemicals that are in the mustard itself. I'm not taking the chance. Uh, There's got to be mustard in mustard Skittles. Not necessarily. You you think it's artificial flavoring? There's no lime in lime Skittles. So, I don't know. I wouldn't. Well, (laughs) some people call them French Skittles. You call them poison pills. There's two reasons. I'm allergic to mustard, number one. Two, they look disgusting. Curiosity killed the cat. (laughs) You might be that curious. (laughs) This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yesterday with Game of Palooza, we had uh, people impersonating SpongeBob SquarePants to win the prize. And we kept getting text messages from people saying Dylan, the guy who won, wasn't actually impersonating SpongeBob. His impression was so good that a number of our Taz and Jim listeners were accusing him of cheating using a mobile app or some sort of recording, maybe a child's toy (laughs) to impersonate SpongeBob's laugh. So what we've done here is we've got Dylan back on the line. Hey, man. Hey. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Just got to work now. Okay. Uh, So we're going to get you to impersonate SpongeBob, but we're going to get you to change it up a little bit because people said every time you did the laugh, you said, hey, Patrick, give it to us like you were doing it yesterday for us, okay? Sorry, without saying hey, Patrick? No, say hey, Patrick, and then do the laugh. Okay. Hey, Patrick. Ah! (laughs) See, I believe him because he cleared his throat first. Right, right. Now say hey, Taz and Jim and do the laugh. All right. <clears throat> hey, Taz and Jim. Ah! Okay. I'm trying to figure. Maybe he's using one of these chat bots. Is this some sort of AI <laughs> chat bot? Is this a deep fake? No. I do I do use my finger on my throat. What? <laughs> so you hold your esophagus? Like... Kind of like this? Ah! Hey, Patrick. Oh, that does work. Hey, Patrick. Ah! Oh my God! That's the, the you trick. You can do it too. Ah! 
Stay away my secret. Wow. Okay, okay, say, hey, Patrick, do the SpongeBob laugh. Halfway through the laugh, stop making the laughing noise and make a fart noise. Make a fart noise? Yeah. <laughs> it's a simple request, Dylan. If, if okay. this is really you impersonating SpongeBob, you'll be able to do it. All right. Hey, Patrick. Damn, he's good. <laughs> There you go. I think we've cle- I've yeah. cleared things up. <laughs> Take that, haters. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Patrice Bergeron made it official yesterday. He released a statement announcing his retirement from the NHL. I was kind of surprised to see how many Boston Bruins fans were were choked up about this. We knew it was coming, right? Like uh, When the Bruins were eliminated from the playoffs, uh, it was basically... Uh, known that that was most likely Patrice's last game. His contract was up. I, I, I guess. I, I guess when it's done, it, you know it's done. Well, he's a like he was. He spent but every when, when he, you say it out loud, it's yeah. a different thing. And he spent every season in Boston. And these guys, like he was still productive even in his most recent season. So you go, ah, even if the contract's up, he might sign an extension, you know, because it's hard for these guys to give it up. So you're like, ah, yeah. Nah, There's he's always a chance, He might hear right? me, it, you know? Yeah, but no, he is, he's done 38 years old. He was selected second round of the 2003 NHL draft. Played in 1,294 regular season games. Another 170 playoff games became the captain after Chara left in 2021. And every game uh, he played in the NHL, he had that letter B on his jersey. A Bruin for life. Patrice Bergeron has announced his retirement. He says, as I step away today, I have no regrets. I only have gratitude that I lived my dream and excitement for what is next for my family and I. I left everything out there, and I'm humbled and honored that it was representing this incredible city and for the Boston Bruins fans. Taz and Jim, Game of Palooza. Brought to you by Pizza Nova. I can't lie! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Who do you trust? Yeah, who do you trust? Myself, Jim, our producer Ryan each have a fact about Mick Jagger, who's turning 80 years old today. What a drag it is getting old. One of us is telling the truth. The other's totally lying. Guess who the truth teller is? And you're a winner. Constantine in Etobicoke is our contestant. Hey, Constantine. Good morning. How are you? Good. You say you're a bit of a Rolling Stones fan. I am. Okay. So maybe you'll be able to figure this out. Jim, why don't we start with you? What's your fact about 80-year-old Mick Jagger? Uh, Okay. My mom gave me a book for Christmas. It was called Like a Rolling Stone, a Memoir. And it's not about the band, actually. It's about the magazine. So that magazine, the Rolling Stone magazine, came out in 1967. The Rolling Stone band... Uh, released their first album 1964. Now, legally, the Stones couldn't sue the magazine because they both stole the name from a Muddy Waters song, but Mick Jagger was still mad at Jan Wenner for naming the magazine Rolling Stone magazine after they were the band was popping off. So they ran into each other at a party, and Mick said, I want to be the only Rolling Stone, so we need to settle this. And they came up with a plan. Rock, paper, scissors, and at the party, they did a rock, paper, scissors match, 
and Jan Wenner won the Rock, Paper, Scissors match. And, and got to keep said, the name of the magazine? Name, and Mick couldn't say anything after that. I, I'm surprised they both didn't keep doing Rock over and over again. <laughs> Stone. 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 <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, the guy with the paper, with the magazine, obviously threw paper. He did paper. Of course. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Ryan, are you there? You got a fact about Mick Jagger for us? Yes, I do. So in an interview with People magazine that Mick did back in 1975, uh, he was talking about how he didn't think that the Rolling Stones were going to go for very long. He was quoted as saying, I only meant to do it for two years. I guess the band would just disperse one day and say goodbye. I would continue to write and sing, but I'd rather be dead than sing Satisfaction when I'm 45. (laughs) <laughs> how about you double it mick <laughs> 45 <laughs> and now he's 80 uh, that's that's a bold-faced lie here's the truth from your friend taz constantine uh, mick jagger's got a bit oh. of a reputation as a ladies man but an interesting fact he's never had premarital sex wow he's only slept with three different women in his life, and he was married to all of them. He says that he did like the uh, reputation as being a ladies' man, but he just had too much on his plate. He didn't have time to uh, to pursue relationships with women who weren't his wives. That is the truth about Mick Jagger. So who do you trust? Is it Jim, the Rolling Stone magazine story? Is it Ryan? That Mick said he'd rather be dead than singing Satisfaction at age 45? Or is it myself, Taz, that he's only slept with three women? Um, I think it's Ryan. I don't know. You're going with Ryan, and you are correct! You just won $250 from our friends at Food Basics. Wowza, go grocery shopping on us. And... You could be a multimillionaire with some Lotto 649 tickets for the jackpot draw tonight, okay? That's awesome. Thank you so much. And just to clarify, according to reports, Mick Jagger has slept with over 4,000 different women. Seems low. Including to including his biographer. Whoa! <laughs> also on the list, rumored to be Angelina Jolie. What? Uma Thurman. Huh? Farrah Fawcett. That seems more age-appropriate. And Carly Simon. Wow, Mick. Yeah. Well done. And he wasn't married to any of those ladies. (laughs) Happy 80th birthday, Mick Jagger. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Pretty hot out there. I don't think you want to be outside today in your human leather coat. Sorry? Human leather. Huh. Is this going to be the next big trend? A British woman is getting attention after having the extra skin that was left behind from her weight loss holy cow turned into human weather leather here she is her name's katie taylor talking about what she did after having the skin removed i did ask to keep my skin well so i have tanned it into leather human vegan leather (laughs) how is that vegan well it's vegan to everybody but jeffrey dahmer (laughs) But it's made from a biological, I don't, I know it's not an animal, but human are, humans are animals. Is it vegan if you don't eat it, though? Like, if no, you, because vegans won't wear leather. 
would they wear leather if the cow lost 200 pounds and had the skin removed, the excess Maybe. skin removed? Because <laughs> no cow was harmed during the making of this leather no, jacket. No, the cow just wanted to feel better about themselves and their, you know, their self-esteem yeah. is through the roof. It got two of its four stomachs stapled. <laughs> it's a great accomplishment for this lady. Incredible. I just find it creepy anytime somebody is saving human leather as a trophy. <laughs> or anything that comes off your body and then you keep it, whether it's teeth or hair or, you know, a wood shop accident a where you tumor. lose a finger. Finger, Yeah, you keep it in a jar, a suspended animation. Because every once in a while, or a guy who loses an eye, he keeps the eye. You know, it all freaks me out. <laughs> and how big is this jacket? I know she's tinier now. <laughs> she didn't make a jacket. I oh, was just, okay. I was, oh, okay. I was taking it to the next level. <laughs> so she just has a patch of leather. It's so. a swath of, okay. of leather. The problem as well is when you can identify what part of the body it is, and the same would be with with a cow. If you made a leather jacket and you could see the cow's face in the back of the jacket. <laughs> It'd be weird. It would freak people out. Yeah, or one of the udders was hanging off. This was from her stomach, so you can tell it's her stomach, and there is a hole for her belly button in this piece of leather. Huh. Weird. And it's just now they're using it as a placemat, or <laughs> it's hanging on the wall as a tapestry? I don't know. I, I don't know what it's she does with it. me out. But she's saved it. I, I've seen people who collect tattoos, like someone will have a tattoo removed after they die and they will tan it and display it as a piece of artwork, also creeps me out. Creepy, creepy, but makes somewhat more sense. It's still morbid, but it kind of, at least it's a piece of art. Kind of. Kind of. Human vegan leather, okay. I did ask to keep my skin. Well, so I have tanned it into leather. Human vegan leather. Where do you get that done? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can uh, we spy on this person? Hey, can you tan this for me? Oh, I've got tons of experience with humans. What? 